Hello and welcome to episode 68 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. I'm your host Byron, Byron Reed and alongside me is my co-host Ken Rossi. What's up man? How are you? I am fantastic. Excelsior, one might even Ex- say. <laughs> yeah, right? Wonderful, man. Wonderful. How was your day? It's uh, later than we usually record, but, you know, we're here, we're doing it. Yeah, it is. Um, no, it's great. I um, went and saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so pretty nice. uh, pretty fulfilling day, if I nice. say so myself. How was that movie, man? It was pretty great. Um, you know, I was... I was telling a friend earlier when I was talking with him, though, you know, I'm I'm a pretty big Spider-Man fan. Correct, so, yeah. And so even, like, the bad Spider-Man movie, um, even that one, I'm like, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, because I'm a Spider-Man fan. Right, So, yeah. I mean, I could be pretty biased, but um, I really enjoyed it, and it is arguably one of the best Spider-Man movies in my opinion. Okay. So, yeah. So it's pretty okay. great. There's there's lots of stuff in there. Like, they even have the costume from the uh, latest Spider-Man game that they did. Like oh, that's what's up. That's really the cool. white stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that made an appearance in the movie. That's really cool. So there's so much I'm going to have to check that out for sure. Mm-hmm. And Stan Lee's in it. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool too. Heck well, yeah, man. It was pretty badass, if I do say so myself. I bet it was. I bet it was. Oh man. Do you wanna know how my day was? No. Okay. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Sure. How was your day? <laughs> my day was, was pretty pretty relaxing. I didn't really do a whole lot today, just sort of sat around. Mm-hmm. I watched Ravens game earlier today. They won, so happy about that. Um, I was just messing with some stream stuff, and in the process, I managed to spill uh, lighter fluid on myself and my phone, so that was fun. The worst part was when you started catching on fire, and you had to put yourself out. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, the worst part of it. No, but quick story, just about the about the whole lighter fluid thing. So, I was, I, I had to take, because we had a bunch of stuff in the kitchen, you know, moving them around. Because that's where you keep your lighter fluid. Yeah. I don't know why I was up there, but whatever. Okay, no. Well, anyway, anyway. Lighter fluid was in the kitchen. I had to move it downstairs to the laundry room. Okay, fine. I picked the bottle up, and the top was on, it was on the bottle. But I went to go, like, move my, uh, move my, my elbow to sort of, like, to sort of get my, get my arm uh, towards the basement door so I could open it. Mm-hmm. And in the process, the bottle, like, started to spill over i didn't realize it until like the second time i did it though that it spilled over so at that time it was on my phone and luckily it didn't get any on me but on the jacket that i had on i was you know smelled horrible so my screen protector uh i need to get a new one because you know it's kind of yeah and uh yeah i gotta wash that jacket so yeah that was fun nice well i'm glad that Nothing too terrible happened. Yeah. Pro tip. Make sure your lighter fluid is either, one, closed all the way, or two, you use two hands to carry the thing if it's a bottle because you don't want to do what I did and turn your elbow and make it. No, no. Don't don't do that. Now, I I feel like I need to ask the question, though. Yes. The only lighter fluids that I'm aware of that come in, like, big bottles, they're, like, for charcoal grills and you like squeeze them over the charcoal to get them to light easy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Is, is that what this was or is yeah. this for something strange? No, no, that's, that, that, that's for what it was. Yeah. Okay. But this one wasn't like, it was, wasn't a bigger bottle. It was a, it was a smaller ounce bottle. Okay. I can't tell you what the ounce is right now. Cause I don't have it on me, obviously, <laughs> but yeah. But you did earlier. Right. I did. I did earlier. You're absolutely right about that one. Absolutely right. I did it earlier. I did it earlier. Boy, that was fun. But you know what else was fun, though? Uh, the Spider-Man movie. Yes. Also very fun. 
But also, we had a ton of announcements a few weeks ago at the Game Awards. Oh, my, yes. And I wanted to talk about it a few weeks ago, like, after it happened, but we already had an episode planned. So, I was like, well, we can still do this. It's fine. So, make it work. (laughs) We're still going to make it work. Okay. So it, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun time, guys. Strap in. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Go what are you be- doing? Don't leave. It's gonna be good yeah. terms. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't leave. Hang out. Yeah. Hang out. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Just take your good. pants off and enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I could see someone like on a train or something like. Well, all right. Start doing their pants. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Then the guy said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I listen to everything podcasts tell me to do. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Do that. (laughs) Yeah. Right, we so, need friends. We need. So the the video game awards. As yes. Called. Yes. Yes. The one hosted by Jeff Keighley. That one. Yes. The one hosted by he who must not be named. <laughs> I already said it too late. <laughs> already said his name. Dead name Mac. No, you summon him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're just gonna talk about our you know our favorite announcements from the show basically, mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Yeah. So, my first announce- my first one is that uh, Rage Two releases on May fourteenth of twenty nineteen, right. and Rage Two is the sequel to the first Rage game that came out a few years ago on on um, on three sixty and PS and PS three. Oh, it's a PS four on PS three. Honestly, I'm surprised they haven't re released it already to gear people up for Rage Two. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't either, but you know what? Hey, came out in 2010. It was created by id Software, and Avalanche is, make, Avalanche is working with id to make the sequel for the game. Yeah. For those who aren't familiar with the game world in general, uh, it's a Mad Max style mm-hmm. of world, and, you know, you're, you're fighting mutants and other, you know, other creatures like that. Um, there's there's this weapon called the wing stick, and it's one one of my favorite weapons in uh, modern gaming. Anyway, it's basically a boomerang with like with like blades on it. It's it's super cool. You throw it and it comes back to you. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. This one's going to be a open world game because what game is an open world? I mean, the first one the first one was too, but. This one is going back to the open world aspect of the game. And I've seen some gameplay of it, and man, it looks like so much fun. You're not playing as the first character from from, from the first game. Mm-hmm. It's a new character. He's the voice protagonist. Uh, I forget his name at the moment, but okay. he's got he's got a bunch of powers he can use or whatever. So it... It looks like it's gonna be really fun. I I'm really excited to see what the combat feels like, because Rage Rage's combat felt really fun. It was really rewarding. You had different ammo types you you could you know go between for different enemies, support their weaknesses, things things like that. So I'm really really looking forward to seeing what Rage Two has in store when it comes out on May 14th of 2019. Yeah, I think we talked about this during our whole. Bethesda episode or I think we did Mm -hmm. but didn't like the first one because it gave me like a headache and made me feel motion sick because of the movement in the game yeah so I yeah I'm I'm not a fan and I'm not looking forward to that at all (laughs) that's fair yeah it's it's usually fast paced and you know crazy right but I can tell you what I am looking forward to what are you looking see, forward to, friend? See that nice segue? <laughs> I do. I see that. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So what I am looking forward to, they showed, uh, was Psychonauts 2. Oh, yes, bud. I missed the first one way back when because, again, I wasn't into those kinds of games. But, man, I'm, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I 
I actually, the first time I played it was because a friend of mine was practically in love with Tim Schafer. And he right. liked everything and anything he did. So the only reason I even knew about it was because of him. And they released it on Xbox and PlayStation 2. He didn't have either. Ooh. I did. So um, he would bring it over to my house so that we could play it. <laughs> and uh, beat <laughs> nice. the game that way. But it turned out to be a lot of fun. I now own it. Uh, I ended up buying it on clearance on the PlayStation 2. And then it was like clearance or maybe even been part of a Humble Bundle or something on uh, the PCs. So the first Psychonauts I love. And it appears that the Psychonauts 2, which they showed off a trailer for, it's going to take place directly after the ending of the first game. Oh, so, very cool. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. And uh, according to the trailer, it comes out in 2019. Huh. And I think it'd be so soon. I'm Yeah, I'm a little skeptical. Like, I'm thinking we'll see it 2020. Like, I'm, I'm honestly planning on this coming out in 2020 and not uh, 2019. Yeah, 2020 sounds like a better bet, but you never know, right? Yep. All depends on when they got started and how big right. their um, idea, for lack of a better word, was with the game. Right, yeah, for sure, for sure, because they could have been, you know, working on this for the past, you know, let's say three, four years, and no one knew about it. Well, they released a Psychonauts VR game for the oh. PlayStation 4. So they did do that, and that might have been to garner interest, or maybe they were just using the same engine to make a cheap, quick little game right. while they were working on it. So they could have been working on it for years, and, and no one knew, because I know it's been in the Pipeworks with, like, Oh, we might be getting a Psychonauts 2. We might be hearing about a Psychonauts 2. Yeah. And then the VR game came out and people were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of kind of like the Fable situation, too, with the whole, oh, guys, there's a new Fable game coming out. Yes. It's mm-hmm. it's an on-rails thing. Or whatever. Yeah, it's oh, a Kinect. That's cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. All right, I guess or, so. Or, hey, guys, there's a new Fable game coming out. Yes. It's an online multiplayer game. Oh. <laughs> and it's been canceled. Oh. Right, uh, <laughs> hey, guys, remember scale but Oh. Yeah. <sighs> right here. Still hurts. Still hurts. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Crackdown 3 isn't canceled next month. I hope not. I'm, I'm, I want to actually play the game, man. Yeah, me too. I hope it's not going to be bad either. But who knows? Who knows? Who really knows? We'll find out. But so moving on here to the next one that uh, I'm looking forward to coming out of the Game Awards is Mortal Kombat 11. And it's, that is gross. It's been it's been a long time since uh, Mortal Kombat 10, 2015. So that's a while. I don't <laughs> know, though, because they released 10 and then they released uh 10, 500, or would it be 455? I forget how the, the Roman the, numbers uh, work. The XL? Yeah, the L is the L is 50, right? So if the X is before the L, it's 40, right? Am I wrong? I think so, but I think I think that I think what that meant was like this is the extra large edition because it has it had all the DLC in the game, you know, already like like a game of the year version, but you know. So wait, you're telling me that's, that it that's wasn't I think like it Mortal Kombat 45? Right. I'm thinking that XL was literally for extra large, meaning that, like I said, everything was on this on this version of the game. All the DLC characters and, you know, all that stuff. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just... Hey, just saying, man, just saying. So, Mortal Kombat 11... <laughs> They had a trailer for it at the Game Awards. It was a really dope trailer. Showed off Raiden fighting Scorpion, and then another Scorpion at the end, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, the new game, 11, is going to include customized characters, which okay. sounds interesting. So I, I'm thinking... I'm thinking like what something they did before. Sorry to interrupt, but... Yeah, I, 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 that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if it's going to be that, 
or if it's going to be something like Injustice 2 where you can like you can um customize the character's outfits with, you know, different uh, equipment and things like that. Right. So a billion loot boxes to try and get you to spend money. Yeah. On the game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hope I'm hoping it's not going to be that and I'm hoping it's going to be more along the lines of actually creating a character like Soul Calibur for instance. That'd be really cool. And you know the, the different fighting styles they could bring back for this game and have those incorporated somehow. That'd be really cool, I think. So uh the official description for Mortal Kombat 11 uh for the uh character uh for the customized characters says that the all-new custom character vari- variations give you unprecedented unprecedented control to customize the fighters and make them your own. The new graphics engine showcasing every skull-shattering, eye-popping moment brings you so close to the fight you can feel it, and featuring a roster of new and returning classic fighters. Mortal Kombat's best-in-class cinematic story mode continues the epic saga over 25 years in the making. So that first little blurb there was about the character variants. Uh, so which, which which doesn't really give a lot to go on, honestly. Right. So, again, I'm hoping it's going to be more along the lines of a character creator yeah. versus the loot box uh, style thing that's coming into everything now. Yeah. I mean, if I was a betting man, I would bet on the latter. I um, would, too, because, and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> because they already, they already shown that they did that in Injustice 2. Yeah. So it would be very simple to just copy-paste that over, you know? Right, bring it over to Mortal Kombat and have it work for that system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they've done the that before, that too. too, though, in other Mortal Kombat. Like, uh, I think it's uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, I want to say. Like, they did that. They had a huge crypt, and you would use coins that you got from winning fights and whatever to unlock uh, the tombstones. Yeah, they the still... They still do have the have the crypt in the game. The crypt now is more so for things like, you know, uh, soundtracks and concept art, things like that. I, to my knowledge, there's no, uh, there's nothing for like, there's nothing character related behind the crypt stuff, minus like concept art and things like that. That we know of, Mortal Kombat 11 hasn't come out yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I'm saying like in in Mortal Kombat 10, they 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 brought the crypt back with the Mortal Kombat games that came out. With nine, they brought it back, mm-hmm. so they kept it in the game. And to my knowledge, there was no, like I said, character-related stuff behind that. But we'll see what's gonna happen with this crypt. We'll see. And honestly, honestly, the crypt is actually pretty cool because you can go in and you know it's it's not just this static thing. There's events that can happen as you're exploring the crypt and unlocking the different. Uh, things or whatever you know mm. and there's different areas to the crypt so it's not like just just a graveyard there's you know there might be like a cave you can go into with spiders and so it, it's really it's, cool to see that sort of stuff there's a starbucks right <laughs> there's a starbucks on every corner you know there's one down in the crypt yeah and uh old uh shang Tsung is there handing them out yeah and thanks man <laughs> so yeah. the uh the one Yo, thing that pumpkin i'm spice belongs to me (laughs) (laughs) yes the one thing that i'm looking forward to about mortal kombat 11 though is the story Uh and it sounds kind of silly for a fighting game what story in a fighting game what do you mean well if you play the reason i bought injustice too i was gonna say if you played the injustice games or even mortal kombat uh, 9 and 10 they have really good stories in my opinion so the Mortal Kombat 9 was a retelling of the of the events from Mortal Kombat 1 to 3, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. They're building everything back up to Armageddon, and I think they're going to go from there. So uh, this one is going to focus on uh, well in the in, in the cut in a cutscene in Mortal Kombat 10. In the end, there's a uh, Raiden is very pissed off. Talking, talking to the new leaders of the Nether Realm, about how he's no longer going to merely defend Earth Realm, and he's going to, you know, try and stop potential threats. So we'll see what's going to happen with Eleven. I don't know, but I'm super excited to see what is what's going to take place in the story and what sort of new characters are going to bring because they brought, you know, they brought uh, 
Jackie, uh, Jackie Briggs, who's Jax's daughter, uh, Cassie Cage, Sonya, and Johnny's daughter. They brought, uh, what, not Kung Lao, what's his name? There's uh, Takeda, there's no. Takeda, and then no. there's, no, what's his name? <laughs> Shows you how much I know, man. Yeah, I can't think of his name right now. Somebody help me. I can't think of his name, but there was another one who was related to uh, Kung Lao. So I'm looking to see what kind of new characters they bring in for this story and to replace ones that have, that are dead that are dead. So yeah, super excited for it. Yeah. I um I took one look at that trailer and I said no. Uh-uh. Like <laughs> it just seems that they're trying to be as gross as possible. Like it's it's less about being artistic and it's more about just being you know, over the edge on purpose. And I'm just, I'm not interested. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's okay. I think that, I mean, Mortal Kombat's always been one of those games to be over the top with their stuff. That's sort of their thing. Sort of like how Saints Row, uh, Saints Row is. Or how, how Saints Row got anyway, gradually. Right, and it that's why I still haven't played Saints silly. Row. <laughs> yeah, like the first two Saints Row games, as a quick quick digression here, the first two Saints Row games were very uh, grounded, and they wanted them to be like GTA clones, but with their own spin. And then they were like, you know what? We can get really wacky with it, and they did it with the third one, and then the fourth one, they took it really off the rails, which is fine. I enjoyed all the Saints Row games personally, but one and two are still my favorites of the of the uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, but what was your uh, next thing you were, you were excited about from the Video Game Awards, man? So the next thing that they announced from the Video Game Awards for me was there's a new uh, PUBG map, a snow map. Ooh. I believe it's pronounced Vikendi. And uh, this map, for those f- familiar, isn't going to be as big as the original two maps, but it's not going to be as small as the third map that they introduced a couple months back. And so it's going to be like right in the middle there. And there's going to be snow everywhere. And supposedly, when you're walking in the snow, you will leave footprints. So if you're walking, you'll be able to see other people's footprints, and you'll know if someone has come this way or if someone's there. And so it'll add to the stealth that uh, PUBG tries to emulate. And they're going right. to add, like, a, a snowmobile, so you can be on a snowmobile driving around. And the other cars, I guess, they aren't going to handle as well. They're going to be a little more slick and sliding and all sorts of fun stuff. So I'm really excited for that. There's a group of guys that I uh, play PUBG with. Uh, not religiously, but usually when there's not enough of us on, that's our, like, go-to. Right, yeah. You know, like, there's only one or two of us on. Yeah, let's play PUBG until the rest of everyone else gets online. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. While you're waiting on who would get on Xbox, I'm like, oh, let's just play some PUBG real quick. Yeah. Games. So, yeah, so it's always fun to have a new map, uh, new stuff to play in it. And supposedly, this map, it's already out for the PC on their test server, but it's going to come to Xbox in January. So, we'll be getting it very soon on the Xbox. And I guess they did add it for the PUBG is on PlayStation 4. So I guess PlayStation 4 will also get it uh, in January. Yeah, probably around the same time, hopefully. You know. Well, I'm okay if Xbox gets it first. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, you got to go where your friends are, man, right? Yeah, that's true. Go where your friends are, I'll tell you. Oh, man, speaking of going where your friends are, boy... I've been waiting a long time for this one. Pause? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I've been waiting a long time for this next thing to happen. Okay. I'm a huge Dragon Age fan. I love both Dragon Age and Mass Effect. I can't pick a favorite, though, because both of those settings are settings that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Medieval fantasy and sci-fi. I love those uh, backdrops for things. So, when I heard that there was a Dragon Age teaser trailer, 
I was like, yo, I gotta check this out. And to my to my uh, dismay, because I've been putting it off forever, I have not played the Trespasser DLC yet. But this this uh, is gonna make me play the DLC because I kind of have to now. <laughs> I have to get caught up with everything that's been going on. So the uh, the trailer, you know, it there's a quote from Solus in the in the trailer. So you found me at last. I suppose you have questions. And there's just a lot of things that are going on that we don't really know about yet. Mm-hmm. But um, from what from what this uh, from what from what this this uh, trailer says is Solus is probably going to be the main focus for Dragon Age Four, whatever they're going to call it. I don't know. And I'm super excited because, like, there's a big secret that my man is hiding from you over the course of the game. And you don't really see it until Trespass, which I haven't gotten to. But at the end of the base game, they sort of show Solus going off to do his own thing or whatever. And then that's when Trespass kicks in. And spoilers, but he murders the mother or whatever. Hmm? You don't remember... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Flemeth. I have no idea her name. I do know though. Morgan's her... mom. Yeah, the voice Flemeth, actress yeah. though is um, oh god, Captain Janeway. I forget her name. Catherine's Heigels something, but uh, the the lady that plays Captain Janeway from Star Trek Voyager does the voice. That much I know and remember. Right. So. Yeah. But man, I'm I'm just I'm so excited. I'm going to have to take some time to play Trespasser soon just so I can find cuz I can properly finish the Dragon Age and Inquisition game. Yeah. So, man, I'm I, I'm <laughs> I, I, I honestly had no inkling to play any of the DLC. Once I beat it, I was like, "All right, I'm done." Right, I I got. I'm playing the. Uh, well, I was playing the the Underdark DLC, mm-hmm. whatever they're calling it. Oh. Well, I forget what it's called, but I'm I got. I'm on the boss for that DLC, and it's tough because I don't have a magic a, a magic. I don't have a mage who uses lightning in my party. Anyway. I had one. I yeah, I had one, but for some reason they're not they're not available for me to use. I don't remember who it is. I think it's Dorian or who it is though. Um, Maybe you upset him, told him to get lost. And it's the thing, like I don't remember telling anybody to buzz off or whatever. They're just not there, and it's very strange for me to have them not there. Huh. So that that's making the fight difficult because the boss is weak against lightning attacks. So. Well, Seeing that I don't, I don't have a lightning mage and I can't respect, um, so I don't think I have any of those things that, that allow me to respect. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of just I'm kind of just gonna say, yeah, forget it, and go play Trespasser. Yeah. Um, well, I know. Uh, for me, uh, what's his face? Is it Blackwell? Blackwell. Yeah. Yeah. Blackwell. Yeah. Um, I went through his side story. Yeah. And when you find out. Uh, that he isn't really Blackwall and he's some other person and he like goes and gets himself arrested. I left him down there. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't kick him out or break him out or anything. I'm like, you know, you lied to me and you know, we were kind of a thing and I felt heartbroken. So I just left him there. So I beat the game without <laughs> him. Like he, he wasn't in my party members anymore. And so his card just shows up as like, it's not showing up as him dead, but it shows up as him being gone. Right, I'm yeah. my party. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's just... That's, I'm wondering if something like that maybe happens. Like, he did his story yeah. stuff, and you have to go complete his story stuff in order to get him back. Yeah, that's what that's what I think... I think, I think one of my characters, it might be Vivian, actually, who went off to do stuff in... Uh, in what's the in uh, Orle? So I think she's right. the head of their uh, mages uh, association over there. Right. I think that's what it is. I don't remember. But I think that's what happened in mine. But anyway, I'm Sue. I, I am just 
overjoyed for this one and my next one too, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, I mean, from what I've heard, the dude writing the story is not the dude that wrote the story for the other three. No, it's a different uh, different writer. Yeah. Because the other writer left to do, he left and, the company. And um, from what I hear, there's been a lot of backlash on Twitter about him talking about how he's going to take the series and stuff. <laughs> hmm. So. We gon' see. Yeah, I mean, I can share the the link with you later. Yeah, for um, sure. About what I what I've seen, but yeah, there's there's been a lot of people not too happy with what he is supposedly um, doing with the series and what he's going to do with the series. So we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, definitely, for sure, mm-hmm. man. Cause yeah, I want to know. Yeah, so. My last thing, though, from the uh, VGAs that uh, I want to discuss or talk about is that they announced Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. And it is supposed to be coming out next year as well, which that was kind of the amazing thing is that all the stuff they revealed was like 2019. (laughs) Although I'm not 100% sure everything was that way. Like, obviously, Dragon Age may not be but yeah marvel ultimate alliance supposed to come out next year and it's coming out exclusively for the nintendo switch and i gotta wonder though if that's going to be like a rise of the tomb raider exclusive like when that came out on xbox and then the very next year it got a playstation release if marvel ultimate alliance 3 is going to be like the first year Oh, look, it's out on the Switch. And then the next year, they're going to port it over to the Xbox and the PlayStation 4. Yeah. I love the uh, Ultimate Alliance series. Like, I have both the games for the Xbox. It would be great if they made those backwards compatible. And it's because it's a really fun game you can play online with, with everybody. I've never actually, if I recall, played any of those games. So I think it'd be, it'd be pretty fun to well, play it here at some point. Think Diablo, but with Marvel characters. Ah, okay. And now when I say Diablo, Diablo has a little bit more exploration right. in it. Um, as opposed to uh, MUA is all abbreviated to. It is more like, here's a map go destroy everything and uh, collect stuff and, and get through the story and okay. beat up people. And it's, it's a level-based thing, whereas Diablo is more, like, it's an expo- exploratory. Yes, exactly. But God. to be fair, Diablo came out, at least Diablo 3 came out well after the Ultimate Alliance game. But I know that they did release 1 and 2 in, like, a HD bundle. And they were having a sell on the PlayStation 4. So I bought them. <laughs> right, fair. So why not, right? Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know if anyone would even play them on the Xbox. But yeah. And it was a really good <laughs> price. It was like like $15 for the two. Uh, as opposed to right now, they want like $30 for one. Or you can buy both of them for $40 or $50. And it's like, dang. Activision thinks they can charge out the anus for those games. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I bought them on there and I play them. And it's really cool because depending on what characters you have, they may actually change the conversation that you have with uh, certain bad guys when you come across them. Like they can actually okay. change it. Like they actually have one uh, because they released DLC characters with one of them being Magneto from the X-Men. Ooh. And so if you take Magneto... Uh, in your party, and you go meet Magneto, he's like, who is this <laughs> doppelganger you've brought, or whatever. <laughs> and so it's kind of funny, because uh, they have stuff like that. But they're really fun. Um, it would be a great game to stream, because you can do like segments, you can do like a level uh, on there, and you know they do have levels. Uh, the characters level up. Okay. They gain levels, and they gain powers, and you can... Uh, tell them how you want to spend the powers 
um, they have like costumes for each one. So once you like kill so many enemies, you can switch out your costume. So if you want to be like Wolverine, you can have him be in his like X Men where he doesn't wear a mask or anything. He's like in his black suit. Oh, I got you. Um, but then you can also unlock his uh, yellow suit that he has. And I believe you can even unlock his orange suit. And then there's the suit that made him look like he was from, uh, I think, uh, the X-Men movies. Something like that. But, yeah, so lots of replayabilities with that. So I'm super excited. little disappointed that 3 is not being made by Raven Software. I don't even know if they're still around, honestly. Right. Because Raven Software, they did all the... I don't know, honestly. Legends, yeah. They did the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. And so it's a little sad that uh, they're not making it. But I do have high hopes for it. So that's my uh, last thingy here that I'm super excited for, man. Yeah, I'm really glad that Marvel Ultimate Alliance is... Because I know that's your one of your big things anyway that you're really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. You've, always, you've always been a fan of that and talking it up to me and everything. Yeah. Well, I and, I enjoy a good beat-em-up. I mean, and that's I, what it is. You know, it's a beat-em-up where your characters will level up. Yeah. And so, you know, it's mixing RPG and beat-em-ups. And, and so I've always been a fan of those. You know, you give me a good smash the A button and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And I'll be happy for days. <laughs> Right, that's all you need, man. Yep. Man, I'm really upset that I can't find what I was looking for because there is so much info on the Outer Worlds. That's the next game that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. There's so much info on the game. I want to talk about all of it, but I can't find what, I, what I'm looking for. However, what I will say about it is that it is the new obsidian game that they're doing and the trailer took so many took so many shots at uh fallout and and bethesda anyway it was great (laughs) from the original from the creators of the original fallout because two of the two of the guys who work for obsidian um well yeah they worked, worked worked on the original game and they were with blackout studios who made the original fallout games okay and there's uh, this they've been teasing it for a while so many people love fallout vegas because Because obsidian yeah Mm -hmm. because that's supposed to be fallout 3 because two of the guys that worked on fallout 1 and 2 are part of there yes same deal with uh with this game as well with the outer worlds as well um yeah it, it there's there's a gameplay trailer there's a little bit of story details they're talking about you know player player choice and consequence uh companions there's so much stuff that uh has been has now been released about the game after the trailer has debuted and everything from what i'm basically just go off of memory here which is unfortunate for me because i can't find what i was looking for <laughs> um and i was looking for days to find it i could not find it even now so yeah, but it it's uh it it takes place in a in you know space. There's you're going to the the Doesn't outer. Everything uh, take place in space. Yes, everything takes place technically yes, because we're in space right now. A space, yeah. not like space space, but a space. I mean, if we were talking about outer space, that might be different. <laughs> but this is taking place in space. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're going to outer space, man. You are one of the one of the last people to get woken up from this it's a colony ship or something that's crashed. Okay. Or not crashed, that's uh well, anyway. You go down to this planet and you have to you find out that the planet is controlled by these three corporations. Okay. And the corporations each have different things that they specialize in, and all sorts of things can come from this. Uh, there's a company called Vulcan. They do the armor and weapons, if I recall, 
and there's Mama Mama what's it Mama Dolce's they do like the health the health stuff and that sort of thing there's another one I forget the name of, I forget the name of that one right now oh Spacer's Choice that's what it is Spacer's Choice okay. so those three companies are like are the main ones that you're gonna be dealing 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 with, dealing with over the course of the game and I imagine that the people that you meet are gonna have some sort of brand loyalty. So I think that's maybe for some pretty fun, interesting moments too, where you know you may go to help somebody and they may go, Oh, you know, I don't use this brand of stuff. I only use this one. And I feel like that that again could make for some interesting player choice and consequence as far as that kind of stuff goes. No, I know there won't be a there will, uh, it will be a silent protagonist for it, which for me is a bummer, but it's fine, whatever. Because I personally don't like silent protagonists, but it is what it is. Right. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, but like, there's there's so much stuff about this game that I love, and I do want to actually talk about it more later at some point because right now i'm sort of rambling and going off memory and i don't feel like that's good enough for me and i want to do it justice at some point you are the rambling man i am the i'm the rambling man and i don't like it this time so i i do want to talk about it at length later down the road but right now well just know that basically from what i've told you guys about this i'm just oh i'm so excited for this one there's a lot of people that i know as well that are also super excited because we all love rpgs and this is what i look for in an rpg right these kinds of things that obsidian does i mean that's, that they're doing it says it comes out in 2019 so i'm yes, sure you'll be able to talk about it next year <laughs> you're right maybe yeah yeah we'll have plenty of time then <laughs> yes we will oh man was that it man are we done i didn't have anything else to talk about my dude nothing else i did not either so you know what that means we oh, are out of here how thank did... you all wait what how did you feel about God of War winning game of the year. Ah, uh, that's fine. That's fine. I, I didn't you play sound the game. So enthused I, I, about I, it. I, I didn't play the game, so I don't. I can't really comment on. It. I didn't play the game. I don't know. I'm glad it won because I don't. I also. I also don't know what the options were. But again, I didn't play God of War, but I heard a lot of good things about it. Right. I'm glad it won game of the year for the game awards. I hope it gets another one. So here was the um, five games that were nominated for Game of the Year. And that was Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. So now that I've... It's actually six. I miscounted. But out okay. of those six, now that I've mentioned that, would you have rather another game got it? Now, I know you well, said you only, didn't play God of War. So. The only game on that list that I played was Red Dead 2. And? And... I mean, I... I Wait, hold I, No, you're a liar. You played Monster Hunter World. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're right, I'm sorry. You did say that. You, I'm sorry, you did say that. My bad. You're right. Monster Hunter World, yeah. Yeah, that, that one too. So I only played two of the games on that list. Um, I mean, I again, I can't really say because I only played Monster Hunter World and Red Dead 2. Both of those games are on my personal game of the year list for sure. They're both on mine. I'll tell you that one's right now. Uh, but because I didn't play any of the other games on that list, I feel like I can't make a comparison and say that, yeah, this one should have won because I played it and I didn't play those. <laughs> right. That's kind of unfair. It might seem unfair, but also by saying that, you're saying that Monster Hunter World and Red Dead Redemption 2 were not that good of games. Because if they were good games, if these were games that you really loved, you'd be like, you know, I didn't play God of War. 
but I I would have voted on this game. That would have been my right. vote because I really right. love this game. You know. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh no! But, but that's, that's by not that's, saying that's, that's that's what's going on. You're you're basically saying they were fun, but you know they just weren't that good. Well, well, the the thing I said though, I said they are there on my personal game of <laughs> game of the year list for sure. So I enjoyed save that for games. later. Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> next week's episode (laughs) (laughs) they also had get this they also had a category for best ongoing game makes sense do you want to know what the options were destiny 2 yup was one I'm sure um probably one of the battlefields or call of duties or something maybe oh no nope pubg fortnite nope Fortnite really? was on it, but PUBG was not. Okay. Uh, what were the other ones? So oh, you... Warframe, maybe? Nope. Really? So the, yeah, so the options were, reading this down the list, Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. That's tough, man. That's, that's a real tough list, honestly. Because... Mm-hmm. Because all of those games got so much better as the year as the years have went on, all those games have gotten so much better. Depending on who, depending on who you talk to, I'll tell you right now that Destiny Two, uh, Siege, and what was the other one? Overwatch. Yeah, all those games have gotten better with their additions and things like that that they've done. I don't play Fortnite, so I can't speak on that, but. All those, all the other ones got better as the year has gone on, so I could definitely see one of those three getting it. And since we're talking about it, for the sake of argument here, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Destiny Two would get that award from me, just because mm-hmm. Forsaken has made the, has made that game so much better than what it was at launch, and right. I think. It's the game it probably should have been at launch. Right. Um, and there's so much to do now. You know, there's there's always something to do when you're when you get on the game. There's all sorts of weapons to chase for with the pinnacle weapons now. You can get on, you know, and do all your all your weekly milestones, and still have things to do. Like oh, like for now now for instance, oh I'm gonna go. Grind for the breakneck auto rifle or the fusion rifle strikes. Like, there's some stuff you can do. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. I put Byron on this path. He's. You did. You done did it, boyo. Done did it. Sing yeah. the praise of destiny. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 um, back to your question about game of the year, because now I kind of want to talk about it. <laughs> if, if, if you put me on the spot, and out of the two games on the list that I played between Monster Hunter and Red Dead, I would probably give it to Red Dead. I'm not surprised. Fair. Mostly because it's fresher in my mind. I just finished it a few weeks ago. Or, no, last week. Yeah, just finished last week. Um, the I really liked the story overall. The game and the characters, especially Arthur, grew on me. As the game went along, Monster Hunter is really fun, though. It's a super fun game. Even though I haven't played it in a while, it's super fun. And I still, I'm planning on going back to it here at some point because there's an event right. going on. I want to get into it and everything. But well, it's it's so much fun, man. How about we save that for next week? Yes. And not spoil everything this week. <laughs> yes. We can do that for sure. I like that idea. Right. I, like that, I like that idea for sure. So that means that... <laughs> Finally, we are done. Finally, we are out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 68 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, though, Ken, round of plugs. Go. Yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter at R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R Gaming P-O-D. 
We always post as soon as the new episode goes live, and definitely not when VGAs shows anything we care about. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the Twitter, you can also follow me and Ken on Twitter. You can follow Ken on Twitter at MacroboV, that's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. You can follow me on Twitter at B underscore Ron, 1417. Also, follow me on Twitch, B underscore Ron, 1417. I'm I finished Red Dead to as I said. Mm-hmm. Going back to the variety for a couple weeks. Maybe I'll finish out the new year. Maybe I'll finish out the year in variety. And then once New Year starts up, I'll go back to Mass Effect 2. Victor and Vaughn. continue that. <laughs> but we will we will play yeah. Victor Vaughn for sure. We'll Red do that. Before we'll the New Year's out. I got you. Work it in. Yeah. So the podcast is available on the iTunes podcast store. It's available on Google Play Music. And it is available on the CastBox app as well as CastBox.fm. Just search for R&R Gaming Podcast and we should be your number one result. So now there is no excuse as to why your friends cannot also listen to us because we're available anywhere, everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere? And while you're over in those anywhere and everywhere places that you listen to this wonderful show on, do us a favor. Give us five stars, leave us a review. It helps us climb the charts to world video game podcast domination. And also just feed our families. <laughs> also that too, yeah. I want to eat. <laughs> yeah. I like I'm eating. I'm so I'll... hungry, sir. <laughs> please, sir. Can I have some more? <laughs> please, sir. I want some more. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, you guys. Thank you all so, so much for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it as always. But... Ken, they've got to come back next week. Do me a favor. Tell them why. Come back next week as we'll be finishing the last episode of Arnar Gaming Podcast for the 2018 year with our Game of the Year list. And everyone could use a little more R&R. Mm-hmm.